confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Abgenommen bedauert. Bump himself? Not unless he rode here on the back of a duck. Look at his shoes. Uh, 
kind of neat looking. And he pulled a neat trick getting here without walking on them. Oh, matches don't burn well. Uh, what do you mean by that, boss? He's wearing brand new shoes, Shorty. Never walked on. And it's a plenty long hike from here to the edge of the park. Gee, and I said let's call a cop. Come on, let's get out of here. Yeah, sure, boss. Hey, you two. What's going on down there? Hey, boss, it's a cop. What's that lying in the water? A body? Uh-oh, Shorty. Here we go again. <laughs> Now meet Boston Blackie, enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friends. All right, Blackie, come on in. I want to talk to you. Well, look what invites me into the morgue, a body that walks and talks, Inspector Faraday. Blackie, some of these days you're going to underestimate me and be sorry. Don't tell me this case is closed already. Maybe I look dumb, Blackie, but I'm not... We police see things that other people don't. Oh? I'll let you know a little secret, chum. This isn't suicide. It's murder. Murder? Surprise, huh? Plenty. Uh, what makes you think it's murder? I don't think. I know. What a clever stunt this was. Would have gotten by somebody like you. But not me. I saw it the minute they brought the body in. And you, the great Boston Blackie, you thought it was suicide. Well, I'm certainly surprised. I thought you would be, pal. I didn't think you'd notice the shoes. Well, when you know you... What? You mean you... Why, you double-crosser, you... You knew it all the time. <laughs> That's why I hung around. I thought you'd never notice it. Only a dope would fail to see no more than ten steps have been taken in those shoes. I ought to throw you in jail. Don't choke yourself with jealousy, pal. This murdered guy, Walters, could have taken a cab to within 20 feet of the lake. I'm way ahead of you again, Blakey. I checked with every cab company in town. He didn't take a taxi. It's murder, all right. And I know how it was done. You'd speculate on anything, wouldn't you? It's as simple as a nursery rhyme, my dear fellow. He was picked up outside his apartment house, driven to the lake by his killer, hit over the head and tossed into the lake. I'll buy that. But you'll have to give me a cut rate. I know it's not worth much until we have a suspect with a motive. I've got a suspect with plenty of motive. A guy's wife. She didn't even break up when she identified the body. And guess where she says she was at the time Walters died? At a movie, alone. What did Mrs. Walters say when you told her it was murder? I didn't tell her. I've got Mrs. Walters tagged as a possible suspect. She admits she and her husband never got along. If she thinks I'm convinced it's suicide, she'll drop her guard. I'm even releasing a suicide story to the paper. Faraday, you astound me. Really? Okay, Blackie. You knew this was murder from the start. So maybe you know a whole lot more. Put that gun away, Faraday. Don't you know it's impolite to point? You found a body, Blackie. So I'm holding you as a material witness and locking you up till I've got my case against Mrs. Walters. Faraday, please, please. The gun, you know. I know, and it stays in my hand. Now, if you've finished pouring over Walter's shoe, come on. Leave the shoe here. Where do you want me to put it? On this table right here. Hmm. Take hold of size 11, my toe. That's surprising how heavy a shoe can be. Put the shoe down, will you? Come on. Sure, I'll put it down right on your hand. Leave your gun on the floor, Faraday, or I'll have to use mine on you. So help me, Blackie. You run out on this, and I'll throw the book at you. How far can you throw a book, Faraday? I'm going a long way. You won't get far. Every cop on the force will guarantee that, personally. When you can get another key made for this door, Faraday, maybe someone on the force will let you out. Hey, officer. Yes? What is it? Uh, if you can get into the morgue, you'd better have a look around. Uh, what for? There's a brand new body in there, but it's dead only from the neck up. 
is John Waters? Yes. I'm from the police department. Uh, may I come in? Oh, yes, of course. Thanks. Are you from Inspector Faraday? Straight from him. I'd like to ask you a few questions. I see. Your late husband carried life insurance? Doesn't almost everybody. That doesn't answer my question. Yes. That does. For how much? I don't know. For how much? Enough. Is that all? No. May I see the policy? I don't have it. Where is it? I'm not sure in my husband's safety deposit box, I suppose. You the sole beneficiary? I suppose I am. I never asked my husband. Do you suppose everything? What company did your husband carry his insurance with, or do you just suppose it was some company? No, it's uh, the new Northern Life, I think. Oh, first you suppose, now you think. Well, it's a big improvement. Look here, I don't think you're from the police at all. Some cops still have arches, Mrs. Walters. You're not from the police. Who are you? I'm asking the questions, Mrs. Walters. Well, I'm going to call Inspector Faraday. Your husband's policy is with the new Northern Life, huh? Now, can you remember for how much? I'm not answering any more questions. Police Department. Inspector Faraday, please. Yes, ma'am. Faraday speaking. Inspector, this is Sarah Walters. Oh, yeah? Did you send a man from your department to talk to me? I did not. Well, there's a man here now who claims that he came from your office. Put him on the phone. Of course. Inspector Faraday wants to talk to you. Here. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Hello, sweetheart. How does it feel to be out of the morgue again? Blackie, I might have known it was you. I know. You're going to send up a squad car and then pick me up. You better behave yourself. You're getting in this deeper every minute. I don't know what I'm getting into, Inspector, but I do know I'm getting out of here, so don't bother to send for me. Goodbye. Blackie, so help me when I... Sorry to be leaving, Mrs. Walters, but this place is going to be full of cops in a few minutes, and I hate crowds. Who are you, anyway? The name's Blackie. Boston Blackie? That's right. Then you're the one who found my husband's body. And that isn't all I found, Mrs. Walters. And if Faraday doesn't see me first, I'll see you again. Tom Jenkins Law Office. Jenkins speaking. Tom, this is Sarah. Oh, hello. Tom, John's dead. What? He was found in the lake in the park this evening. I'm so sorry. How did it happen? He killed himself. Is there anything I can do? I don't know. I'm worried. Worried? Tom, I have a hunch the police suspect it's murder. Murder? What makes you think so? A man by the name of Boston Blackie was here asking terrible questions. Tom, what can I do? What do you mean? If it's murder, I'm afraid. Why? Do you have anything to hide? No. Then what are you worried about? I'm just worried. Well, stop it. Who did you say was up there questioning you? Boston Blackie. Boston Blackie? <laughs> well, forget about him. Get him off your mind. I wish somebody would get him off this case. I know you're the beauty of the new Northern Life Insurance Company, baby, but uh, are you the brains, too? <laughs> that depends on what you want to know. <laughs> Well, uh, you see, I, I carry a life insurance policy with your company. My name's John Walters. Yeah? I've forgotten the name of the man who sold me the policy. Uh, you could give it to me, couldn't you? <laughs> well, uh, not from memory, but I should have it in my file. <laughs> I think I should have you in my file. <laughs> Is there room? Sure. <laughs> you probably have a very small name. <laughs> uh, what was your name again? It's still John Walters. 
Talk to him. Oh, well, that door right there. Just knock. Thanks. And, uh, who got me this information? Uh, Mr. Singer will be glad to do anything he can for you. <laughs> I'll be back. Come in. Fred Singer? That's right. I'd like to ask you a few questions. I don't think I've had... My name's Blackie, uh, Boston Blackie. Oh, you sold an insurance policy to John Walters, didn't you? That's right. When? I'm afraid you'd better explain your reasons for these questions. John Walters is dead. What did you say? When did you sell him this policy? A month ago. For how much? $50,000. Who's the beneficiary? His wife. How well did you know Mrs. Walters? I've never met her. Oh. This is certainly a shock about Walters. How did he die? He was murdered. Oh, uh... The police know who, who killed him? Well, I'll give you a hint. If the police can prove their case, they'll save your company $50,000. Ah, look, Blackie, when we get upstairs to your place, let's stay there. We're not in this mess. It's, it's got nothing to do with us. Faraday's figuring Mrs. Walters killed her husband, but I don't know, somehow I don't like that. Hmm? Would you like it better if Faraday pinned it on you? <laughs> Well, it would be a lot more natural. Uh, uh, what do we do now? You're going to shadow Mrs. Walters. I've got a hunch if we watch her movements, she'll either prove Faraday is right or clear herself. Well, okay, boss. You're the boss, but I... Hey, hey, Blackie. I don't like the looks of this car coming up the street. Uh-oh. Boss, I got a funny feeling. Yeah, he's really quick. Yeah. We ain't going to make it, boss. We better. Hey, boss. to interview Mrs. Walters, Faraday's chief suspect, Fred Singer, who sold the insurance policy to the dead man, and get himself shot at by an unknown assailant. As we return to our story, Blackie is still avoiding Faraday, and is at the apartment of Mary Wesley, where the young nurse is dressing his bullet wound. This will hurt a little, Blackie. You know you're supposed to report this to the police, don't you? Yes. It's the law. Yes, I know. Was Shorty hurt, too? No, on a scratch. Ouch! Sorry. What kind of trouble are you in this time? Up until this bullet autographed my arm, I wasn't in any trouble. I thought. Now we're both in trouble. Oh, don't worry, honey. I'll report this to Faraday myself. Oh. Shall I answer? It's probably for you. Hello. Hello. Hello, Blackie. Blackie, it is Shorty here. Are you still trailing Mrs. Waters? Boss, I'm shagging after that dame like she owed me the last ten buck bill in, in town. Hey... You know something, boss? As much as my IQ will allow. I don't know nothing from IQs, but I know I've seen this Walters dame somewhere before. Now, don't tell me she's a waterfront mall in Park Avenue clothing. I don't know about that. I just know that I've seen her before. Well, don't lose her. Where is she now? Well, I'll tell you. First, she went into the bank, boss, and then she went into an apartment building across the street from here, see? Do you know what apartment? Yeah, a guy named Singer. Fred Singer? Yeah. Hey, boss, how did you know that? Never mind that. 
singer told me he didn't even know Mrs. Walters. Where are you now? In a drugstore at the corner 86th Street in Elmhurst. I'll be right up. Well, you better step on it, boss. The dame went into that building like she was in a hurry. I have a hunch she's not only in a hurry, short one. I think the lady's also in a jam. $50,000, just as I said. Mind if I use your phone? Go ahead. If you want anything in that policy, explain... It explains itself. Who are you calling? Inspector Faraday. To turn you two in for the murder of John Walters. <laughs> you are your mind. Don't move, either one of you. I've got a good gun and better aim. Faraday speaking. Hello, Faraday. This is Blackie. Okay, Blackie. This has gone far enough. I'm issuing a warrant for your arrest. You... Look, chum... Don't make any more mistakes than you've already made. Or I'll make you solve this case by yourself. Oh, yeah? You want Mrs. Walters. And the man who sold John Walters is insurance. I was just checking into the insurance angle on this thing. Well, I've checked for you, sweetheart. Here's the dope. It's as pat as the pan on your face there. Mrs. Walters wanted a divorce. Singer wanted Mrs. Walters. The only thing that stood in the way was Mr. Walters. Ah, that's an old one, the love angle. Yes, but love wasn't enough this time. Money was interesting, too. So, Singer sold Waters a policy for $50,000 payable to Mrs. Waters. I get it. Then the two of them knocked off Mr. Waters so they could get married and live happily ever after. Or until the 50000 bucks ran out. You see, Bernie, it's so simple, even you can manage to figure it out. And they both happen to be right here, in Singer's apartment. Number 2A, northwest corner of 86th and Elmhurst Avenue. Okay, I'll be right up from... But you stay there, too, Blackie. You're not out of this yet. Sorry, pal. I can't wait. I've got work to do. But Shorty will hold him for you. Look, you're way off the beat. You better sit down, Singer. And you too, Mrs. Walters. Faraday won't be here to pick you up for ten minutes. Hey, Shorty. Yeah, boss? Come on up quick. Use the stairs. They're faster. Right away, boss. Well, I guess about all you two need now is a lawyer. I'd like to call mine now, if you don't mind. I do mind. Oh, Fred, what are we going to do? Just sit tight, I guess. That's all we can do for the moment. That's what Tom told me to do, too, and look what's happened. Who's Tom? My lawyer. Please let me call him. Seems to me you've already called him. I did, after you came to see me this afternoon. What's his name? Tom Jenkins. Here I am, boss. Okay, Shorty. Just keep an eye on these two lovebirds till the police come and put them into their cages. Hey, gee, boss, now I know. 
Now you know what? Now I know where I've seen his name. It was in a place line up in Los Angeles when I was picked up on a phony charge. Why, you're crazy. Well, this gets more interesting every minute. I even remember what she was up for, boss. It was robbery. And her name was, was Sarah Walsh. That's not true. This could go on forever. See that these two don't run out before the cops get here, Shorty. Right. I'm going to run down Mrs. Walter's lawyer. Yes, I've been Mrs. Walter's lawyer for many years. But you never knew Mr. Walters? No, I didn't. They didn't get along too well, you know. I was Mrs. Walters' attorney. Hmm. Nice place you have here. No, I like it. I was in a lawyer's office just the other afternoon. He had the same kind of paneling. Really? Well, I'm very busy, Blackie. A lot of work to do, so if you just tell me why you Tom came down Jenkins. here... Tom Jenkins. Tom Jenkins. Let me see. Are you by any chance related to the Alfred Jenkins on the east side? No, I'm not. Now, now look here. I... Excuse me. Hello. Is Borkin Blackie there? Why, yes. In just a minute. It's for you. Oh, thanks. Hello. Blackie. Yes, Mary. I called Los Angeles just as you told me to. Oh, what'd you find out? Is it all right to talk? Yeah, sure, sure. Go ahead. Nobody can hear you. Well, you were right. A Sarah Walsh was sent to a California prison for three years for robbery. Uh-huh. She later changed her name to Sarah Burroughs. And she came east where she married John Walters. Swell. Anything else? Yes. I asked about the name of her attorney on that case. It was a man by the name of Tom Jenkins. He was disbarred several years later for malpractice. Mary, you're the most wonderful girl in the world. Yes, I know. On a telephone. I'll talk to you in person in the best restaurant in town at 8 o'clock tonight. I'll uh, call for you at 7. Well, I won't wait a minute after 9. <laughs> Good girl. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, can we get down to business, or may I go to work? Sorry to hold you up, Jenkins. Gee, I'm really sorry. Uh, one more phone call, and then we can talk. Go ahead. This is Blackie. Hello, Blackie. Say, I guess I really have to thank you this time. What for, pal? I believe in being fair. Thanks to you, I've got Mrs. Walters and Fred Singer on the lock and key. And the whole case sewed up in a sack. Faraday, you haven't got anything. Are, are you crazy? Read that insurance policy. What for? Look, Walters' death was supposed to look like suicide, wasn't it? Any fool could have told that then only a fool would have wanted Walter's death to look like suicide if he knew what was in that insurance policy, and both Mrs. Walters and Singer knew it. Knew what? That a suicide clause voided the policy in the event Walter killed himself inside of two years. And that policy was only one month old. Well, I'll be... Ah, uh... uh, 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 Inspector, mustn't brag. You made a fool out of me, Blackie. You relax, relax, Inspector. I thought Singer and Mrs. Walters were the ones we wanted, too, until I read the policy carefully... But now I've got your real killer for you. Where? Right here, room 1051 in the city building. His name is Tom Jenkins. What time? What? Receiver, Blackie. Afraid I'll have to put an end to this little conversation, Inspector. I heard what he said. I'll have a squad up there in five minutes. For the last time, put that receiver down. With pleasure. It was getting so heavy anyhow. Very clever. Oh, not very. For that very lovely shot in the dark, you're going to get a shot in the back. Oh, I don't think so. This gun in my hand wasn't filled at a water fountain. Oh, I was referring to what you called my shot in the dark. I wasn't guessing at all. Oh, you looked into your little crystal ball, huh? No, into the court records in Los Angeles. Mrs. Walters went to jail out there a few years ago, and you were her lawyer. Well, you're, you are informed, aren't you? Better than you think. 
When she came east, she changed the name, married John Walters, had two children, and then you followed her to blackmail her for every dime she could lay her hands on. Your answers don't wait for questions, do they? A little while ago, Mrs. Walters went broke, didn't she? What makes you think so? It had to be like that. You murdered John Walters to get the $50,000 for which he was insured, because you knew you could get every penny of it from Mrs. Walters. I don't think you can prove that. You must think so, or you wouldn't be holding that gun at me. Just a precaution. Well, I'll tell you why. Would you kill John Walters, if you'd like to know? The clue is in the insurance policy. And you're the only one of three suspects who didn't see the policy. Oh? If you had read the policy, you wouldn't have made it look like suicide. After all, you did want Mrs. Walters to collect. Well, you're a very clever young man. It's too bad I missed when I shot at you this afternoon. But it isn't too late. Put away that gun, Jenkins. Cops will be here in a few minutes. I won't kill you here. We're leaving. Take my car for a drive in the country. Hmm, you dumped Walters in the park, and you're going to dump me out in the country. Murder seems to bring out the rural in you. I'll just search you for your gun, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Well, I have no gun. So let's go, Blackie. Right out that door, the way you came in. Okay. Just remember, this hand in my coat pocket has a gun in it. I wouldn't have to give it a second thought if I had my gun with me. Here's your gun, boss. What do you... Well, shorty. Yep. Here's your gun, boss. Sticking in this guy's back. That was a wonderful dinner, Blackie. <laughs> I like a little food with my conversation. But, Blackie, I had a lot of questions to ask you. Have you run out of them yet? Nope. Just one more. <laughs> All right. Where shall we walk? Oh, it's a beautiful night. Well, here's the park. What about through here? Oh, Blackie, do you think we should? Isn't this the path you and Shorty were on when you found that... that body? Remember all the trouble that caused you. Honey, any time I walk through a park with Shorty when you're available, I deserve to have trouble. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
myself comfortable. This isn't a social call. It isn't an anti-social call, either. Look, John. I came over here for just one reason. To tell you that we're through. And to ask you to please stop calling me. Only one half of us is through, baby. Please try to understand, will you? I'm just not interested in you. I'm plenty interested in you. Don't come in, please. I told you in that letter that we were finished months ago. Um, who told you to write me a threatening letter? Your pal, Boston Blackie? Blackie knows about it, but he had nothing to do with it. So you tossed me over for Boston Blackie, huh? Blackie and I are just good friends. Well, then, in that case, there's still room for me. You better stay where you are. Oh, Mary, all I want is... Don't make me use this. Boston Blackie teach you to point guns at your old boyfriends? This happens to be Blackie's gun. He told me I might need it, and I think he was right. But, of course, you won't use it. If you don't stay where you are, I certainly will. Ah, you wouldn't have the nerve. Oh, wouldn't I? Now, Richard Colmer is Boston Blackie, enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friends. Inspector Faraday speaking. Inspector, this is Chief Warren of the fire department. Yeah? We've just put out a fire in the home of John Richards at 571 London Street. What do you want from me? Applause? This is the homicide department. I know, but we found a body in the house, Inspector. It looks like murder. Okay, I'll send some men from the precinct up right away. And I'll be there as soon as I can make it. This has to happen when I was going to take the day off. Oh, that's too bad. The house destroyed? Yeah, burned up. Don't let this go any further. But so am I. Oh, I'm sorry I had to wait outside, Mary. Why didn't you get the doorman to let you into my apartment? I didn't want to ask, so I thought I'd wait in the hall. Well, come on in. Uh, no thanks, Doctor. I, I don't feel too well. Richard? Yes, I had a little trouble with him. Oh, I'm sorry, Mary. I tried to phone you just after I left his house, but no one answered your phone. I, uh, had to go out on a little business. Well, I... I just want you to know that I'm back, and I don't think he'll bother me again. Well, that's what we wanted, isn't it? Yes. Well, good night, Blackie. I'll, I'll, I'll call you. Uh, say, I, I think you'd better give me back my gun. Oh, oh, yes. I, I'm sorry. That's, that's exactly why I waited for you. I, I have it here in my purse. I, um, had to use the gun, Blackie. Oh? Here it is. Thanks. Hmm. One shell fireman. I had to do it, Blackie. I had to keep him away from me. I'm so nervous. I... Oh, I... I wish you'd hold me close to you. Okay, Johnson, get those photographs. No use looking for fingerprints, Wilson. The joint's too badly damaged. All right, Chief. Hey, scout around the rubble for the murder weapon, Rollins. Okay, Smith. Body's right where the fireman found it, Inspector. Shot through the head, huh? Went right through. Hmm. It's going to make it tough to find the bullet. How long's he been dead? Coroner says about ten hours. Ten hours? And the guy was dead a long time before the house caught fire. Any identification? None. Well, his dental work will do. Let's hope this guy saw his dentist twice a year. Uh, a couple next door say they heard a shot here last night. Uh, 
something that sounded like a shot. Nosy neighbors trying to get into the act, huh? Well, the woman says she saw a girl leave here shortly after the shot. Yeah? They might know something, Inspector. They turned in the alarm when the house caught fire. I'll have to have a talk with them. Uh, she described the girl she saw leaving here. Said she looked like she was in a hurry, too. Okay. That sounds like a good lead. Find out anything else? Yeah. A guy named John Richards owns this place. This is probably Richards' body. John Richards, huh? What else did you find out? Well, we ran across a safe that was open. I took these papers out. Let's have a look at them, huh? Here. Hey, Johnson, hurry with those pictures. We haven't got all night. All right. John Richards lived here, all right. These are all letters addressed to him. Anything interesting? No, just the usual stuff. It may help with the identification. I'll take them down. Well, what do you know about this? Can you find something, Inspector? I haven't had such luck since my sister Maggie got married. Read this. Let's see. For the last time, Richards, I'm warning you. Lay off or I'll kill you. And look who signed it. Yeah, signed by Boston Blackie. Why the great surprise, Inspector? Didn't you know Blackie could write? <laughs> Hello, Blackie. Why, Faraday. What an unpleasant surprise. Come in. Can't you ever be serious? I'm sorry, Inspector, but you see, I was expecting... I am? The weatherman said it was going to be fair and warmer today, but I had a hunch a dark cloud would come along and make a liar out of him. All right, Blackie. I'll come right to the point. Mind if I sit down? Not on the point, of course. Do what you want. Only listen. Go ahead. I haven't been to a dull lecture in years. Blackie... I've been after you for a long time, and I've just been waiting for the day I could get something on you. Only this is the kind of a rap I hate to pin, even on you. Now, what have I done, Inspector? Taken candy away from you or some other baby? I'm serious, Blanky. Why did you do it? I like candy. I'm not talking about candy, and you know it. Why did you do it? Why did I do what? Did you write this letter? Let's see it. Just look at it. I'll hold it. Did you write it? Sure. Sure I did. You're certainly a stupid, Blackie. Why, did I misspell a word or something? You did something dumber than that. Wrong punctuation? Dumber than that. Well, what shall I do, teacher? Stay after school? I don't think you ever went to school. Or you wouldn't have pulled as dumb a stunt as this. What dumb stunt? You wrote this note to Richards, threatening to kill him. My, my, Inspector, you can read. And I know enough mathematics to put two and two together. You wrote this note to John Richards after he was dead. How do you know John Richards is dead? They found his body. In spite of the fact that you went to a lot of trouble to hide the evidence. Now, what did I do? You set fire to his house. But it's for guys like you that we have a fire department. Richard's house was badly burned? They'll have to sweep it up. But thanks to Dr. Harold Madison in the bar building, we got identification through the dental work. Faraday, you've been reading too many detective books. And you haven't been reading enough. Or you wouldn't have written this note to Richards after he was dead and on Richards' own stationery. Now you've been reading too many Aesop's fables. The paper you wrote this note on is the same as the rest of the writing paper in Richards' house. Oh, maybe you sent me a blank sheet of paper with a stamped self-addressed envelope. You didn't send this letter to him through the mail. You wrote it while you were in his house, standing over his dead body. Were you a worm in the woodwork? Oh, arrest me if you know so much. I'm not arresting you, Blackie. I'm not so dumb I fall for as pat a gag as this. This note was too easy to find. You wrote it to cover up for Richard's real killer. That's my boy scout training, Inspector. You wrote this note and set that house afire to cover up for that girl of yours, Mary Wesley. Mary had nothing to do with this. I happen to be sure of my facts this time, Blackie. I've checked on this guy, Richards. He was chasing after Mary plenty. When she couldn't stand it anymore, 
She wrote him a threatening letter. Well, what if she did? That doesn't mean she killed him. I've done some more checking, chum. Mary was at Richard's house just before he was killed. I found the cab driver who took her out there. A lady next door heard a shot in Richard's house and saw Mary leave his place. What more do I need? You still have that letter I wrote Richard's. I'll tell you about that letter. You knew Mary was going out to see Richard's. You followed her out there. She was gone. But Richard was there, lying on the floor, dead. Is that so? You remembered Mary had written him a threatening letter. Found it, tore it up, and wrote this one to take its place. Then you set fire to Richard's house. Now, how do you like that? I'm positively crazy about it. It's true about the letter, but that's all. Mary didn't kill him. Well, I know she did. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gone to the trouble of covering up for her. What's more, I've got men at her apartment now picking her up for murder. Oh, Faraday, don't be a dope. Hey, right, listen to me, Blanky. I don't blame you for what you've already done to try to hide the facts in this case. Your motives were good. But I'm warning you, keep out of this from now on, or I'll hold you as accessory after the fact. How does a flatfoot pick up such fancy legal terms with his toes? Excuse me. Well, it's probably headquarters looking for me. What's the matter, pal? You lost? Hello. Blackie, this is Mary. Oh, uh, hello, Shorty. Blackie, can't you hear me? This is Mary. Uh, sure I can hear you, Shorty. Blackie, what's the matter? Uh, hey, uh, well, if you want to give the gang a laugh, Shorty, uh, tell them Faraday's arresting Mary Wesley for the murder of John Richard. What? No kidding, Shorty. Uh, he sent some men up to her apartment this morning. They have her in jail now, I guess. What'll I do? No, Shorty, I'm not kidding. Faraday's here right now bragging about it. I, uh, I guess I'd better not go home then, huh? Uh, where are you going to be, Shorty? I I'll meet you later and tell you all the laughs. I'm in the movie at 39th Street. Well, stay there, Shorty. I'll meet you. Hey, I don't take that Shorty at all. Let me have that phone. Bye, Shorty. Uh, what'd you say, Faraday? Well, you double-crosser, that wasn't Shorty at all. That was Mary Wesley. And now I know even you believe she murdered Richards. Why, Inspector... Mary isn't the lady killer. I am. Have you forgotten my reputation? Hello. Hello. You? Yeah. You should know better than to call here. I'm phoning you for a pay station. The call can't be traced. All right. What do you want? I uh, just thought you'd like to know. Everything is okay. It's a perfect job. You sure? Police are going to arrest one or two suspects for the killing of John Richards. Who? Mary Wesley or Boston Blackie. Personally, I don't care which. Now, back to our story. When Boston Blackie found John Richards dead, all evidence pointed to a strong possibility that Mary Wesley, Blackie's closest friend, was the one who committed the crime. Hoping to clear Mary Wesley, Blackie destroyed a threatening letter Mary had written to Richards, and in its place himself wrote a threat to the already dead man. But when Faraday began checking up on Richards' past, he learned that Richards had been bothering Mary and saw right through Blackie's ruse. As we left our story, Blackie had warned Mary over the phone that Faraday's men were in her apartment and had told her to wait for him in a movie. As we continue, Blackie and his friend Shorty walk into the theater lobby to meet Mary. There she is, Shorty, over in the corner. 
Hey, boss, is it all right if I stand by the door and watch the flicker, huh? Sure, but keep one eye out for the cops. Oh, sure, boss. And give me those sandwiches. Oh, yeah, yeah, boss. Gee, I hear this is a swell picture. Hello, honey. Oh, Blackie. Hey, can't I get out of here? I've seen the show twice and I'm starved. You stick your nose outside while Faraday's men are looking for you and you'll eat your next meal in jail. Oh. I knew you'd be hungry, though. Here's a little something to eat. Oh, Blackie, you're darling. Can you eat and talk at the same time? I don't, usually. Well, you don't usually duck a murder rap, either. Hope you like the sandwiches I got for you. I'll like them. But you're not going to like this question. Did you kill John Richards? What do you think? Well, until Faraday thought you did, I wasn't sure. That bullet missing from my gun last night didn't look so good. And now? Faraday had an airtight case against you this afternoon. And though that doesn't clear you, that leaves plenty of doubt in my mind. I didn't kill him, Blackie. I just fired the gun into the floor to show I wasn't afraid to use it. Well, this is fine. I cover up for you for something you didn't do, and now I'm in a jam. I suppose you'd rather I had done it, so your efforts wouldn't be for nothing. <laughs> no. But I thought it was a pretty good stunt. And it's too bad I used it when it wasn't necessary. What in the world did you do? When I didn't hear from you for a while last night, I went out to Richard's house to see if everything was all right. You were gone, but Richard's was there, lying on his living room floor, dead, shot through the head. Oh, no. No wonder you thought I killed him. I remember that threatening letter you wrote him, so I looked around until I found it. Oh. It was in his safe, but that was no problem. Then you, you destroyed my letter. And wrote a letter of my own to take its place. That was for Faraday, in case he checked up on Richard's, mm -hmm. which he did. And found out you and Richard had once been pretty good friends, which he did. But Blackie, certainly ballistics would prove it was a bullet from some other gun that killed Richard. They'll probably never find that bullet, Mary. A little while after Richard was killed, his house burned into a pile of honeymoon toast. Oh, no. Uh, Faraday was too but... smart to be stopped by that. He had the body positively identified as John Richard through his dental work. Blackie, I suppose I ought to say I'm sorry he's dead. But I'm not. There was something repellent about the leer on his freckled face that I will never forget. Well, look, Mary, all kidding aside, you and I, uh, well, we've got, we've got to chase down this guy. If Faraday will put it on us, we've got to find who did kill Richards. Now, who were his friends? I don't know. Well, uh, what do you know about him? He had a business partner. I met him once or twice. Remember his name? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Emery, William Emery. Well... Maybe I better talk to this guy, Emery, before Faraday gets to him and questions him into insensibility. Shall I go with you? Not unless you want to be Miss Police Lineup of 1945. You mean I have to sit through this movie again? Cheer up. The picture changes a week from tomorrow. Oh, bless. <laughs> yeah, I guess Shorty and I are going up to see this Bill Emery. You will be careful, won't you, Blackie? From here on in, it's Richard's killer. We'd better be careful. All right, Shorty. This is where we came in. Gee, boss, this picture's great. Boy, is it great. Maybe the first two times. Huh? <laughs> All right, Shorty, come on. We've got work to do. Ah, oh, Blackie, the, the picture was just coming to the most exciting part. So is this case. Let's go, Shorty. Look, boss, if this Bill Emery guy ain't home and ain't been seen in the building in two days... How are we going to get in? Are you kidding? Oh, gee, boss. One day you're going to find a lock that you can't open. Sure. The day I leave my fingers home. Yeah, yeah that was easy. 
Gee, boss, uh, could you teach me to do that, huh? Sure, just let me know when you have a hundred years to spend learning. Huh? Skip it, short one. Oh, oh that's all right, boss. You're entitled not to make sense sometimes. Well, nice apartment, huh? Look, uh, boss, if the doorman was leveling when he said Emery hasn't shown for two days, what are we hanging around here for? I can't think of a better place to pick up the trail of a killer than in the killer's own apartment. Gee, Emery killed this guy? All I know is that Mary didn't. Well, it looks as if Emery skipped town. Why? Maybe because he killed Richards. Gee, boss, <laughs> you're smart. I have to prove that before I'm smart. You better look around. See what's in that room there. Oh, sure, Blackie. Gee, this, this sure is one elegant journey. Uh, this is a bedroom, boss. Have a look in his closet. Yeah, sure thing. Huh. Pretty nice-looking library. Emery had either an appetite for literature or a good eye for decoration. I, hey, boss. Find something, Shorty? Yeah, I don't know. But if, if Emery took it on a lamb, he ought to be coming back for something he forgot. Look here. A suitcase. Fully packed. Yeah. Well, he was planning to leave and had to pull out sooner than he thought, I guess. Yeah, this sure looks funny, don't it? Interesting is a better word. Look at this, Shorty. A cigarette that was never put out. It just went out. Well, that's a kind of a dumb thing for anybody to do. He might have bought the journey up. For a man who planned the murder, Bill Emery sure was haphazard about his getaway. Doesn't seem to me as if he planned to leave here at all. And if that's the case, maybe he didn't murder that freckled face. Hey. Hey, what? Mary told me in the movie that John Richards was freckle-faced. The man I found dead before the fire didn't have any freckles. He didn't have any more freckles than you do. He, he didn't? I've got a hunch John Richards isn't even dead. Look, if we can get just a, a, a picture of Emery around yeah. here somewhere, try those drawers. I'll root around these. Yeah, but... yeah okay. Uh, none, none in here. We'll look until we find something. Uh, nothing in this drawer at all, Frank. Keep looking. Yeah. Uh-oh, a wallet. Oh. We might have something here. Uh, money, baby, huh? <laughs> no, definitely. But here's something that may be worth a million dollars to Mary... Here's Bill Emery's picture and a hunting license. What do you know? Hey, boss, he, he ain't got no freckles. He doesn't have anything anymore. This is the guy I found on the floor in Richard's apartment. But, boss, this is crazy. Th this is nuts. The dentist proved the body was Richard's by the dental work. Shorty, if you needed dental work and you were on the lam, who'd do the job for you? Well, let's see. Well, there are two tooth doctors known for not turning away a dishonest dollar. Then we'll go see both of them. Who are they? Let's see, there's a doc by the name of Foster and another one by the name of Lindell. Wait a minute. I looked them up in the phone book. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Foster, Foster. Here he is. Uh, 747 Angel Building. Remember that. Oh, sure. Uh, who's the other one? Lindell? Lindell, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lindell, Lindell. Joe Lindell? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. 1010 Bar Building. Remember that, too. 1010, sure thing. Hey, wait a minute. Faraday mentioned the bar building when he told me about the doctor who identified the dead man's dental work. He saw Doc Lindell? No, Faraday went to see a dentist by the name of Madison. Let's have a look at Madison's office number. Yeah. You, uh, you think maybe it's the same doctor? I don't know. Could be. Madison, Madison. Madison. Here it is. 1010 Bar Building. Same office as Lindell. We're going there. Why? You, you want him to yank out a tooth? No, Shorty. I want to yank out the truth. 
Dr. Madison? Come in, gentlemen. Thank you. I'm Boston Blackie. How do you do? My receptionist says you want to see me about an identification I made for the police yesterday. That's right. Uh, John Richards. Uh, the dental work. Check with my record. Would you like me to show it to you? No, thanks. That wouldn't mean anything to me. Uh, I want to ask you about a Dr. Joe Lindell. Who's he? Oh, Dr. Lindell is my assistant. But uh, I'm the one who made the identification. But Lindell might have made something else. Huh? I don't understand. He might have made a mistake, for one thing. Is he in? Yes. I'd like to talk to him. This way. Thank you. Uh, boss, I think I'll wait here. This, this place makes my feet hurt. Stay close by. I may need you. Oh. In here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be right here, boss. Oh, Joe, uh, there's someone here to see you. Uh, yes? Boston Blackie, this is Dr. Lindell. Oh, uh, how do you do? How are you? I'd like to ask you a few questions, Lindell. Well, uh... Dr. Madison here is the uh, senior consultant. If, uh, uh, he uh, seems to want to talk to you, Joe. Oh? Uh, about what? Where's John Richards? John Richards? I don't understand, Blackie. John Richards is dead. In name only, Dr. Madison. But I identified the dental work that proved John Richards was dead. You identify dental work from the mouth of a murdered man made to look like the dental work you'd done for John Richards. What? Would it be possible for Lindell here to match the dental work you've done for Richards? Why, uh, of course, using my materials, my drills, my records, my technique. Possible, yes, but hardly probable. I think it is. He helped John Richards kill William Emery, fixed Emery's teeth to look like Richards, took the body to Richards' house, and set fire to the place so that the body would have to be identified by the dental work. How could I have brought a dead body into this office without being seen? You're a fool. I know. Does this office have such a thing as a portable drill? Oh, we do. Uh, it's broken. Not that I know of. You'd better tell what you know, Lindell. Where's John Richards? I don't know. Look, maybe you're not as deep in this as I think. If Richards alone killed Emery... You can get off easy if you talk. I tell you, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Good heavens, Joey. You didn't kill anyone. Say so. I didn't kill him. Believe me, Richards did. All All I did was to go out to Richards' house and fix Emery's dental work. Oh, Joe. I, I had to do it. I had to, but Emery was dead when I, I got to Richards' house, you see. Where's Richards now? Well, he left town. That's all I know. Believe me, but he, he, he changed his name to Robert Carlton. He thought he'd be safe as long as the police thought he was dead. A pretty slick stunt. I'll say he'd have been safe. When the police cleared Mary Wesley and me, they'd have suspected Emery and spent the rest of their lives looking for a dead man. I'll call the police. Ask for Inspector Faraday, Dr. Madison, and tell him that from now on, never to look a gift corpse in the mouth. <laughs> Well, it certainly is a relief to be out of that movie and in the fresh air. <laughs> Faraday called and wanted to apologize to you. Oh, did he? Yeah. He picked up John Richards in Chicago a couple of hours ago and got his confession. Thanks to you. Thanks to Joe Lindell for thinking he could beat his rap because he had nothing to do with killing Emery. Why did Richards kill Emery in the first place, though? Emery caught Richards juggling their company books, I think. He was going to turn him in. Richards had threatened him. That's why Emery was leaving town. Well, I'm glad it's all over. Now I can relax again. Where would you like to relax this beautiful evening? My apartment. Well, let's take a walk instead. Becky, give me your gun. Huh? Oh, Mary, not again. Give it to me. 
Okay. There you are. Now, what's the idea of taking it and pointing it at me? A darn good idea. I just want to make sure we go to my apartment. That's all. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.